more. Get my shoes and out the door. Five, I'm alive. Six, seven, eight, feeling great. Now I'm gonna shine. Life is good. I'm doing fine. And gonna do it right and do it again. Yeah. I look into the sky with all the beautiful color, but there's more than just for me. So gonna share it with another. Hey everybody, welcome to this edition of Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host, and this week we talk with the co-founder of Shapings.com, one of the world's leading areas to find all things hosiery. Our guest is the co-founder, as I said before, Robert Sofko. Robert, tell us a little bit about how Shapings came about. Well, uh, it started back in 1995. Uh, my wife was looking for undergarments for under her wedding gown, mm-hmm. and she was quite endowed, and we had to go into the big city in order to mm-hmm. find the proper um, undergarments to give her that shape for her mm-hmm. for sp- our special day. So, uh, and she was in between jobs and careers, and a couple of her friends mentioned she should open up one of these stores in our area. So that was a joke. And then six months later, fast forward, we opened our store called Shapings. So we sold bras, underwear, shapewear, corsets. Mm-hmm. Um, the odd selection of European hosiery. And it started off to be a, a quite popular um, source for women uh, to get the perfect fitting undergarment. Mm-hmm. We fast forward to 2000, year 2000, when this sort of internet thing was coming to be. Right. <laughs> and, and internet shopping. I decided to to design a website focusing on products we sold in the store. Mm -hmm. And I quickly discovered after three or four months that the hosiery was the main item. So we kept adding and adding more and importing our own brands. And then in 2003, we started our own photography. And things started to really snowball from there. Uh, We started taking more of the shapewear products bras and other items that were um, hard to fit for Uh someone not in the store Um, we found a lot of returns were coming back half of them because you know bras are hard enough to fit in person instead of mail order so we decided to stick with the hosiery and start developing more brand names importing um, brands that have never been heard of over here in North America, we went over to conferences and conventions in Paris and found some brands that were not even exported out of their own country. Wow. Uh, mainly Cecilia de Raphael. Mm-hmm. We found them back in 2005 and they had never even exported out of Spain at that point, and even Platino. Now they are world known mm-hmm. because of the internet. And we were one of the first online retailers, I should say the first online retailers to feature these brands. So yeah, we've been doing this for 19 years and still going strong and it's still exciting for us. It's it's every day is a a new adventure in hosiery land here. We have a warehouse that's 2,500 square feet and probably house about 150,000 pairs of hosiery at one time for direct shipping. My goodness, you know, and it's it's wonderful to see a family business that really just gets started in the old fashioned way of a mom and pop idea uh, that brands out to become 
uh, a successful global enterprise. Yeah, we found that our, our local market, um, especially in the hosiery, is that it's it's becoming a, a scarce type fashion mm -hmm. for women on the streets. I don't know how often you see a woman in fine hosiery out there, but it, it needs to be a global market for any hosiery retail to, um, I guess, attract and service a, a customer because mm -hmm. you can't open shops in every city and town and and provide this type of product to to an individual that may or may you know, might need it for that one event or may need it for everyday wear so right um the internet has really opened up um, a world of possibilities you know per se that mm -hmm. will allow these people the products they 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 want to source out it's funny um recently spoke to um, uh, one of um, uh, a retailer who started their uh, brand thinking, well, you know, our, our market is basically not necessarily even the entire country, but a region of the country. Mm -hmm. Turning out that their first, their first order uh, came from Australia. So yeah, that, that, they found that out was very us. quickly that, uh, you know, this is uh, there are people out there who want what we have and they don't care where they, you know, where you are. They just want the product. And the more unique products you bring in in uh, color selection, size, mm -hmm. the way you pre present the product, uh, a person from Australia is going to say, you know what, these people know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been in business for years and Heck, well, I don't see anything in, within my area right. that will supply my needs. So um, mm -hmm. let the good old postal system provide me the service and door to door. And a week later, I'm going to have that special product. Mm -hmm. um, Robert, as we get ready here for the spring and the summer and into the fall fashion time, what are some of the things, some of the trends in hosiery that you're seeing? Well, I think technology is something that a lot of people don't realize. Um, it's an ongoing quest for hosiery manufacturers, especially mm -hmm. the fiber manufacturers. And most of these new fibers are coming out of Japan, where the knitting practice and blending practice is going on in Italy and Austria and Poland. These These factories, they bring in the fibers from Japan and they blend them the lycra and the nylon to produce their own thread. Um, double covered lycra is a term you might see on a lot of websites, but specifically mm -hmm. ours, because it's an important factor of what makes up the hose. You know, you have a, a, lyc a lycra fiber being twisted um, inside two nylon fibers. So that's, that's your double covered lycra. Now you have different grades of that. Um, depending on how many twists in, of the nylon, you can have 25 twists per inch or 1500 twists per inch. And that all results in a better fit, better um, quality hosiery. It, it becomes something that sags on you or something that fits like a, a fitted suit. Um, it's a tailored leg wear, we call it. And even that technology is decades old, but you're getting into uh cooling effect yarns um women complain about the heat that builds up even with ultra shears mm 
-hmm. they have yarns that will cool your legs as you wear them like three degrees cooler than the rest of your your body and it actually does work uh, just by the micro um, filaments and the the air conditioning effect that these fibers have to allow your perspiration to escape hence producing a cooling effect like an air conditioner mm -hmm. um, there's ones that have a nanofiber nanofiber is now becoming um, the last year they developed which is a finer fiber than microfiber it's even more um, finer and less detectable on your skin than than before it's it's amazing when you could stretch a pair of hosiery on your leg and you know you could be six inches from it and say is there actually hosiery on your leg mm. um, which gives you a, a matte makeup finish and basically a polished look for your legs and, and that's mainly what sheer hosiery and, and skin tone hosiery is for is to blend into your skin, take all your lumps and bumps and veins and create one smooth finish from your toes up to your, your hemline. So mm -hmm. um, that's a, a quest that hosiery companies are going for is, is the undetectable aspect of sheer hosiery um, and what really what sheer hosiery is made for. Um, anything other than your skin tone, now you're getting into fashion, uh, mm -hmm. different colors, off blacks blacks are even considered a fashion color because that's depending on your skin tone that could be your skin tone but mm -hmm. it uh for a caucasian woman black is still a fashion type coloring when, uh, to match up with a wardrobe sure. we call we call skin tone as cosmetic where mm -hmm. anything other than your skin tone becomes a fashion um, color are you finding a specific trend of more people are buying uh, stay-ups or pantyhose or, you know, uh, just plain stockings? What, Where's the trend going or is it pretty much staying the same? Uh, it's pretty much the same. Uh, we sell about 80% full, full waist hose as opposed to stockings and stay-ups. Mm -hmm. um, our fashion hosiery is becoming less and less per year. We're not putting as much effort into it companies put twice the seasons out they spend so much money and effort on putting fashion items out mm -hmm. it's hard to keep up with it um, when it's only five percent of their business so and that follows suits to us as well um, we used to be big in the fashion but for the amount of work that it's needed to bring the product in showcase it on the site bring maybe you know a few dozen pair in because next season in six months they'll be bringing out the next fashion so mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of north american women they just don't know how to wear it they don't know mm -hmm. how to coordinate they don't know what to add you know they get to different textures colors so it's a, it, it opens up a whole new realm of fashion sense in order to wear fashion hosiery mm -hmm. um, but Getting back to your, regular, your original question, these stay-ups and stockings is, um, it could be a functional hosiery or it could mm -hmm. be into the glamour, more seductive end of it, right. um, which hosiery is. It's either functional, either it's an everyday item or you can get into club wear and, of course, the uh, sensual 
sexual type uh, image you want to portray. So, mm -hmm. and that's where whatever stands. the mood you're in, so to speak. That's right. And I think a lot of younger generation girls that um, they'll go more towards the stay up mm -hmm. than stalking because the garter belt is a whole another um, genre that uh, women have to, I guess, explore and discover. And depending on their mother, if they have brought them up with a, a garter belt in mind. But I think daughters, um, they. They sort of play on part when they're growing up to what their mother has and um, what they have in their boudoir. Right. Let's talk a little bit about how you got into, uh, involved with Scott and the folks at Lingerie Lowdown. I know there's a lot of folks over there that are very uh, uh, pleased with your with your um, products um, as presenters. Well, I found them through, um, I think it was YouTube at first and then the Instagram mm -hmm. came and, and then I thought, you know what? I like the fact that the reviewers were dissecting the product mm -hmm. on, its, on its merit. Right. Uh, a lot of review sites were getting too much involved in their personal opinion on the product. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of technical um, investment that a company takes to put out a, a hosiery product. There's a lot of money involved. Then for them to sit there and have one pair of hose being cut down with the audience that they may or may not have, you can have a thousand people listening to this one review or reading a re review and all of a sudden is, well, this, this is a poor product because it didn't fit me. Well, that's fine and dandy. What's your, what's your measurements? What's your thigh? What's your inseam? What's your hips? What's your waist? Like it's, it's why are you giving a poor review because it doesn't fit you personally? So that in itself can cut down a product so quickly. And I don't think it's fair, especially with the, the people involved in the factories that develop these type of products to be shot down by an inexperienced reviewer that has no real um, understanding of how that product came to be and the science behind it. And just because it didn't fit you properly shouldn't make it a bad product. And not not even just the sizing, it's understanding what's in the package. Um, <laughs> there was one reviewer that was reading the, the name of the color and she thought it was a cosmetic product, but yet the actual color name was cosmetic. And yet okay. the size was maxi cosmetic. Well, she, she made it out to be a maxi cosmetic type product. So this must be an, uh, an ultimate cosmetic product because she was reading the actual size and the color name. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. It's not a cosmetic product. It's a semi-sheer 40 denier product that has, you just happen to receive the color called cosmetic right. and it's in the maxi size. Right. So that in itself just, I, I pull my hair out because if you're going to review a product, you better well know what you're looking at and you better be skilled at what hosiery is all about. So this is why I, I enjoy lingerie lowdown because the girls on there, um, they actually dissect the product and, and look at it as its own merit. And most of the time they don't give their personal preferences. And there's a few that are there that they sort of, you know, 
scrunch scrunch at and say, listen, girls, you might not like it, like it but let's just review for what it is mm -hmm. and not say, I don't like it, just say, and that's the type of review I, I think with anything, reviewing cars and such, it's like, this is what right. it is. I'm showing you everything about this product. Mm -hmm. It's up to the person looking at it to decide if they want to go forward. Right. But yeah, that's I, what I like about lingerie lowdown. I think the fairness that factor is there because there'll be, and it may be hosiery, but more often other things um, that they'll say, look, this might not be to my taste. However, there's nothing wrong with the product and it might very well be to your taste. So, you know, I do think that they're fair in that regard, that they don't mm -hmm. write something off just because it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit their, you know, their taste. Right. Um, so, you know, they don't just say, you know, chuck it because it's no good. They don't say that at all. They say, look, you know, it's not my taste, but you know what? I'm quite certain that there might be somebody out there who, who will enjoy it because it's yeah. not a bad product. It's a fine, fine product. It's just not to my taste. Yeah, and if they review a $5 pair of hose to a $20 pair, right. and I see this a lot on YouTube, it's like they do the hosiery tests. It's like they, they got a Wolfer, they got a, a Felipe Matignon, a Filadoro, and right. like, okay, but, and they, they're doing cartwheels, and they're doing this test yeah. and that test. It's like, well, one's a 40 denier, one's a 20 denier, one's a 15, one has double covered Lycra, one has, you know, anti-run technology, right. and yet they're... They're um, when you got it, they're, they're lumping it all into scores, right? It's like you got to get apples and apples. You know, give, mm -hmm. me, give me a Wolford forty denier, give me a Philidoro forty denier, give me a right. double covered Liker in all these brands, and then we'll give you an apples to apples test, right? So, but they don't see that. It's all about entertainment and shock value and brands and this scores higher than that well you're not reviewing the same product right. you're you're reviewing a pickup towards a, a mustang right you've got right? a so and, uh... ford's better at that as opposed to the chevy like whatever you're reviewing it's like right well, review the two pickups then right so get a camaro and a mustang and a f-150 and a silverado and then you got yourself a deal right um, exactly. So, and with hosiery, it seems like it's all open. We have a wonderfully easy to uh, navigate website. Um, been on it, and uh, there's all kinds of things there. You've got all types of brands, all types of styles, all types of uh, uh, support situations. Uh, you can talk a little bit about your uh, your website, and uh, also how we can uh, follow you on Instagram or any of your social media. Well, Instagram, we're under shapings.com as you um, spell it all out. Mm -hmm. um, we'll put all this in the show box so that uh, everybody will be able to follow it. Perfect. Um, I like to view a website that has organization to it. So if we go into our brands, you're going to see everything nicely laid out. Mm -hmm. Um your pantyhose, your stay-ups, your stockings. So if you're looking for a, into a specific brand that you like, you can go to each section and and see what we have to offer in that one style of hosiery. Mm -hmm. um, 
The photography is something that is a must. We we started back in 2003, and it just became our um, <laughs> our priority. I do I do all the photography on the website. Um, we put a lot of money and effort into it. We go over to Europe. We hire models. We go on locations. Mm-hmm. Um, we want the product to be represented as much detail as you can instead of just scanning a package. Mm-hmm. Um, we do full high-res photos. Another window, uh, browser window shows up and you're going to get a full screen and then some of the product. Uh, someone in, like you say, Australia, Australia is not going to look at a little thumbnail and say, what's this going to look like on the leg? We actually take real-life um, situations and say this is what the hosiery is going to look like. We shoot with a very expensive camera, very expensive lighting, and what you see is what you're going to get at your end. So, and I don't think of many websites that take that type of angle to their marketing. It's usually what the manufacturers can provide them, or some type of studio shooting that they might have. But we we take it very seriously. Well, you can tell. I mean, anybody who visits your website straight on will find out very quickly that uh, that the photography is uh, phenomenal, and um, it definitely showcases the uh, the hard work that you put into it. Yeah, I think once people find us and, and see that we are into it, and, and they find the the detail of our products, because hosiery can be a very intimidating type. Market. If you're not that skilled in in what's out there and what you're looking for in hosiery, it can be quite daunting. So we want to take that type of uncertainty um, out of that online shopping. Where, as when you're looking at a department store, you have the packaging, but yet you can have a sample sitting there that you can put mm-hmm. your hand through it and see what it looks like. So, where manufacturers they have to look at the department stores and the packaging that's where it's going to sit but they mm-hmm. also realize that the product could be there as a sample especially mm-hmm. in europe in these fine boutiques that you will find that you know swatches hanging there and one we could feel it and touch it mm-hmm. well you can't do that online so that's where we're we come in and you know we do our youtube videos we we have a a layout of our youtube videos of you know an overview of the specifics of the product um, mm-hmm. shot on very high-res uh, video cameras and lighting. So we're so busy out here in the warehouse, it's to develop these type of videos, it just takes time. We have to, <laughs> it's, you got to look at priorities and serving our customers, it's, it's top. So, there you go. Well, Robert, I appreciate you joining us. And as I say, uh, if anybody's interested, and they should be, Check out shapings.com because that's where you'll find all of your wonderful stuff. And you're very, uh, one thing we should touch on is uh, you're, you know, you also have a very uh, outstanding array of styles and all body types. Yeah, um, we do, we we try and bring in every size is available. Uh, We don't discriminate on size because maybe one size doesn't sell as much as the other. So we shouldn't hold inventory. I know there's, we're talking world, um, 
market. We're not talking the area we live in. Um, mm -hmm. And we do also have a, a male clients. Um, there's a lot of men that wear hosiery, mm -hmm. uh, specifically compression hosiery. Mm -hmm. And that is one market that I think is growing to the point of acknowledging that there is a need for all legs, male or female, mm -hmm. to require some type of graduated compression because I don't think there's a male vein and a woman's vein that's not going to benefit from the science of graduated compression hosiery. So, mm -hmm. and it is a science and if women could wear them under their pants to get relief, mm -hmm. why can't a male because of his anatomy, he's mm -hmm. not allowed because anything above his knee, well, that becomes some different type of male. But yet the over the knee type of hosiery is okay for the woman because it gives her full leg support. Mm -hmm. She's able to get it, but the guy isn't. So there's well, sort of a, a gender um, inequality there when it comes it, to... It's, it's kind of funny because if you look at it, right, uh, a lot of athletes wear compression socks, compression, um, you know, pants because of... Um, you know, for blood flow. Yeah, there's and a science. So there's no blood. real difference, I would think, in no. in that type of of um, athletic but, wear versus you know the the kind of socks and and hosiery you're talking about with a man, because you know it keeps you from getting um, you know uh, blood issues in your you know because unfortunately we don't get up and move around as we should, as often as we should. Um, it does Pilots, help. Uh, office workers, uh, mm -hmm. people working at... Uh, Those of us have to be on planes all the time. Standing in one spot, like it, it, the list goes on. And um, even athletic wear with the compression, mm -hmm. you, you would have to look at the actual compression of it. Is it gradual compression? Is it mm -hmm. more compression at the ankle and works in, and decreases as the leg goes up? Right. Or is it a full on compression rating all the way up to the waist? So, and, and in that aspect, it's more for working out instead of mm -hmm. therapeutic aspect of graduated compression. Right. And when you're standing, all your blood wants to pool down to your ankle in between heartbeats. Oh. And that's, that's where the ache and pain comes from is your vein stretching. That's where you want to, at the end of the day, put your feet up because your legs have been stretched. Um, your, I should say your veins Right. The outside have been constantly being pressurized by mm -hmm. the downward flow of the hydrostatic mm -hmm. pressure of blood in between heartbeats. Mm -hmm. So does a man get limited to something up to below their knee where you can have varicose veins just tucked in behind your knee right. where the cuff is or do you have something that has a gradual compression that covers those veins mm -hmm. up across your knee, up to your waist, and all of a sudden you get a full support for the entire leg? But no, 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 the full support leg high is for women because why? <laughs> where, where did that all come into existence? Anything above the knee, you must be forget some, about it. You yeah. are you must be some type of guy that you know. Mm -hmm. It's like well. The woman beside me is getting the full benefit, right? Yet I can't. And this guy's going in for a heart uh, valve transplant, right? Yeah. Right. So, so 
it, you got to get over the society's view of well, yeah. four inches longer on the leg where you are now this type of man, but four inches less, you're okay. Right. So, all right. Um, so, so, so our clients are, are you yeah. know, both, both gender and we, we try to not try, we do not discriminate on what you want as hosier. And, and some men like sheer hosier as a pant liner. It keeps them right. warmer and there's light support. There's the feeling of satin on their legs that they enjoy. It's like, satin sheets in your bed that's right right so that's and they just right. want other bodies and who's to judge and uh, not me well there's a lot of women out there that like the sensation of hosiery not just for fashion they might just right. like the feel of it but yet uh -huh. because they're women they feel that uh -huh. were they born with that feeling because they're female I don't um, think so, but hey. 100, year, 100 years ago that a female never had this opportunity to wear those right. fine fabrics Yep. So, but nowadays, she's the only one allowed to, to wear these fine fabrics. 400 years ago, men wore lace cuffs and lace and makeup and big hair and mm -hmm. satin and velour outfits and high heels. Like, all of a sudden, this generation, that type of, I call it fabric enticement, right. is now not allowed right. because we have all these new fabrics available to us. Right. Especially fine hosiery, mm -hmm. but we're not allowed to have it because we we take it for granted. So, any last things you'd like to tell us about shapings? Um, what you're fine with us is that we know our stuff. We know hosiery inside and out for the products we carry. We're in tune with the manufacturers on a weekly basis. Um, there's a lot of products that I myself has. Mm -hmm. Um, developed with companies. Mm -hmm. um, the CDR Eternal line was my baby, as you can say. I had them. Um, I was closely involved in that project and it has just branched off into this beautiful line of hosiery. So we are, we live and breathe it. We just constantly um, look at new styles that we feel is wearable we mm -hmm. don't bring in every single style and company under the sun we're not that type of retailer where okay if that's a brand of hosiery we, we must bring it in because that'll add to our repertoire like there's a lot of websites that say we're the largest and we're the biggest and it's like well should you be like this company here they sent us samples i'm like this is not even worth wearing, like compared to something this other company's producing for the same price. Why should I bring this in? Because it's a different brand where this company here is just doing just fine with what you're offering at a lesser quality. So it, we bring in products and we study them. We, we test them. We, we, we do a, a wearability. We see how they look. And so, you know what? This product can go out into the masses of our customers and we won't see it back because the, the customer at that end is going to enjoy it so well. So we, we do the shopping for you. We just don't bring in every single thing under the sun. Right. So that, that's a main effort that we put through our, our company and we seldom get returns. We might get three or four returns a month and, it, and most of it could be just in sizing, sizing issues or color. 
but never on this product is poor. And well, it's a good feeling after 19 years, knowing that most of our products that get sent out, people enjoy. Well, clearly you have the passion for it. And we also thank you for the science lesson as well. We got a fashion lesson and a science lesson too. Yeah, there's, I think there's the, I think the science part is something that uh, Hozier is, is not really getting its just light, mm -hmm. I should say. It's, it's something that pantyhose is lumped into just one, well, just go out and get a pair of pantyhose and, right. and throw it on, right? But there is there's some really neat R&D uh, happening out there. And that's where we come in. So on our website, you can see masses of masses of product. But when you actually click on and study each product, go through mm -hmm. the descriptions and see the photos, you can actually tell, man, this is this is something I would really look at maybe trying because this is not mm -hmm. your normal pantyhose that you know your cotton gusset your normal waistband and right. sheer toe like this this is, has some r d backing mm -hmm. on it I and mean, the fiber and the fit and the new waistbands and like i could i could sleep in this pair of hose if i needed to so there you go i think someone that's shopping for hosiery can discover new things out there because they are it's it's happening every season and with basics in fashion it's becoming manufacturers are now repeating what they did 10 years ago it's like okay mm -hmm. well we the computers can do this but maybe we'll tweak this design a bit and you know but not every woman out there wants to have their legs at center stage they just want a great fitting looking pantyhose that they could step out and say look at my legs and comfortable and comfortable right and the other point on that is why should i spend more money on a pair of hose well it mm -hmm. could be the science and technology to go into that fiber that's right. going to make you feel good about fitting into it and mm -hmm. getting a long day out of not even thinking you wear pantyhose because that's how it's designed mm -hmm. so the cost not is not just well where will it wear longer and I get a lot of this from people. Will it last longer? Or am I going to get more wares out of it? It's like, well, do you get more champagne out of a bottle of Dom Perignon? Right? You get 750 milliliters of champagne and you're spending $200 for this. Why are you buying it? Because it's with hosiery, it's going to fit better. It's going to look amazing on your legs. And overall, it could be more durable, but it depends on the wear. Right. Absolutely. I mean, right. If you're gonna, if you're not gonna have your toes polished or your heels nice and soft and moisturized, then of course you're gonna tear through them. If you even know how to put them on, are you gonna wear your cotton gloves or your or your fingers got hangnails? Like there's there's an ec an etiquette for putting your hosiery on. We 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 right. supply cotton cotton hosiery gloves in case you have a slight hangnail that can put a pull. In a nice five denier hose uh, we recommend using rubber gloves like the grip palm like dishwashing gloves after uh -huh. you after yeah this is a technique that people sort of what do you mean rubber gloves and i see this with the reviewers and i'm actually going to send a pair of rubber gloves to lingerie lowdown for my next review uh, uh -huh. set once the hose is to the waist you see a lot of the women using their fingertips and they're trying to stretch and pull. And a lot of these fibers are so clingy that you can't 
get it off your skin to to adjust. And of course, right. they didn't get it on properly uh, in the first place. They just couldn't slide it on, and it's twisted, or it could be. Well, the rubber palms of rubber gloves, like dishwashing, can manipulate mm -hmm. the hose with your full palm. Right. And you can actually take the hose and do a 180 degree turn on your legs if you twisted them, mm -hmm. or they need to be hooked up more. Or, and that saves the hose. A lot of women mm -hmm. won't even get out of the door because they're tugging and pulling and trying to twist it to get it on right. Right. You've and, got your nails involved as well. Right. And so the, the beauty of these new, new hose out there is that once they're on properly and stretched fully, mm -hmm. not overly stretched, but the beauty of the yarn comes through when it's put on properly and stretched uniformly from waist to toe. Mm -hmm. being that it's your right size and we'll, we'll touch on that after i get through this but once it's on there properly it's going to perform much better than having something that you didn't get in place 100 uh, on the get-go mm -hmm. so and even the proper size on most of these fibers that they can stretch there's a lot of um, generous pull to them but because women are not getting them on properly and they want them looser. So they always go for the larger size because they think it's going to fit better. But yet some of these hose are going to start sagging. Well, I'm going to get those extra pair of extra size pair of pants because it just feels looser. Mm -hmm. Well, those pants just start hanging on you. That's the same with hosiery. If you get too large of a size, the crotch starts to hang. They think it's too small, but it's just, it's just too big. Mm -hmm. So with these, you know, high lycra type uh, hosiery and the technology out there, you have to get the right size for you. And always skipping up the size might not be the best. It's about getting them fully stretched so they look better on your leg. Like some of these hose look very scrunched and dull and just not pleasing to the eye until they're fully stretched. And that's the way they're designed for. So if you have something large, and you have to distribute that extra length throughout mm -hmm. your leg, you're not going to get the, the proper finish out of that leg wear. There's some ho hosiery that looks like oil on your leg, but you're not going to get the oil effect until it's fully stretched. Mm -hmm. All right, before we leave, let's uh, go with one quick thing, and that is uh, your suggestion to, you're the expert, we have an audience here, um, what are some tips you want to give our audience to uh, must-haves in their wardrobe? Uh, well, depending on the age of the woman and depending on her um, social status, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to get into um, when, where she, if she works in an office or if she's on her feet all day. Um, so all those criteria play into what type of hosiery she needs in her drawer. Um, well, let's say most of these folks are business women. Okay. Um, depending on the season, you're, you're looking for a, a good 3D microfiber um, opaque tight, something mm -hmm. in a 50 denier for uh, colder weather. If you're more in a um, summer type or a warmer weather climate, you'd want something like a 20 denier uh, double covered lycra 
sheared away, fully bordered, um, great soft waistband to get her through the day without um, fighting with her hose. You want the hose to work with her. Um, going out in the town, um, another 15 denier or less type hosiery, you can get into an ultra sheer, uh, either a gloss hose or a, a mat, depending on her style or how she wants her legs portrayed. If she wants makeup or she wants them a little bit more uh, center stage. Mm-hmm. Um, stay up or stocking for um, times when she wants to, um, I guess, sex it up, I guess. Um, not not to you know, use that word in a um, way of... I think it's more stylish. We'll put yeah, if if you if you've got a cocktail dress and you want to be a little bit more, you know, you got your your fancy lingerie underneath, you got your bra and panty and garter set, then you know, a nice lace top stocking sort of goes hand in hand and, and completes you as a a female, even though you don't see the stocking top, right. it's going to you're gonna feel a very feminine feel. Yes. You you spend all this money on a bra and panty set. And then a nice lace top. And that's where the money comes in with the lace top and stay ups is it's, it's the lace. It's the sewing of it. It's hand sewn onto the actual stocking. So you look at the cost of a stay up. It's much higher than the pantyhose. But when, when you really look at a $25 stay up, you could be spending the same amount of money on a lace panty or even more, which has less lace involved. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it actually becomes a piece of lingerie. And we find that this, the lace top stocking is this piece of lingerie that can stay on all night. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end up on the base, uh, the, the bedroom floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then you're looking at a, a compression. If a, a woman that's looking at keeping her legs healthy, not necessarily that she has venous problems. Right. Um, but it's they can... They can they can prevent them, and I tell a lot of young ladies that are on their feet is like well, I'm not wearing that. My that's a grandma thing. It's like, well, maybe you want to wear the the light support so you don't have to wear the heavy ones as you get older, because staying on your feet and standing still, well, ten years of that you're going to see it play its toll. So, yeah, if if a woman has uh, a certain wardrobe and she wants her legs to show, then, yeah, those are the the items that I would recommend to, you know, at least have in their drawers. And then you could play on it from there, from colors to different textures to... And I also recommend throwing the hosiery back into the actual package Mm -hmm. to keep them straight and knowing what you're putting on. And because pulling them out of a drawer and not knowing where it's from. You just don't understand what that product is. Mm-hmm. And is this the proper product for what I'm doing for that day? So I do I recommend them washing them uh, on a daily basis. I know that's quite difficult with people on the go, but the actual body oils is what breaks down the lycra fiber. Mm-hmm. So the more they sit, especially on a, you know, if you've been sweating a lot and, it does break down the fibers, not the nylon. The nylon is pretty much indestructible. It's the lycra that tends to break down with body oil. So it's good to not keep them hanging around. Sorry? 
they'll, they'll stay longer and you'll last longer and you get more out of them if you just wash them. Yep. Hand wash and hang to dry and then put them back in the appropriate package that you had on your dresser. And then you're going to have a, a nice organized hosiery drawer that you, you know, you could pick out, okay, that's the 15 denier. It's got the matte finish and that's perfect for what I need. Instead of a plastic bag and a pair of hose and it's like, what is this? And, and then you sit there and pull it out you stretch it out on your hands. Like, Oh yeah, that's what I think I need today. Instead of just looking at the package and so, yep, that's what I need. Need to be more organized here. Okay. Right. And if you have a run on the top of the thigh and you got your nail polish, but yet I could wear a longer skirt, do you write that on the package and say, yeah, that's got the run instead of putting your hand through it and inspect it. But again, that's time. And it's probably one of those, are you serious type of organizations, but invest in a, a couple of pairs of, uh, of rubber gloves, which you can find just about any uh, grocery store or any, uh, yeah, I think that's that's a huge, huge um, tip, and your listeners might think it's a little odd, but once they try it, they, there's the hallelujah type effect that we hear about all the time when we email there you customers, go. and then they write back, and it's like, I can't believe I haven't done that in years, like forever. Like this is, I've been wearing hosiery for years, and I've been struggling with just getting them on properly. So for yeah. a 50-cent pair of uh Dishwashing, yeah, dishwashing gloves. Yeah, you can save a twenty-five dollar pair of uh, hosiery. Yeah, and make the twenty-five dollar pair of hosiery fit mm -hmm. the way they should, instead of trying to manipulate it with your fingernails and trying not to tear through it, and you're sitting there struggling when you shouldn't. So you got a full protected fit hand right. with the grips to get that well um, designed and high-end type fiber to sit properly on your curves and body shape and around your feet and your ankles and your like we're not talking square on square we're talking something that needs to basically fit you like a glove mm -hmm. on the full lower half of your body right and this is the manufacturer's quest it's like well how do we take this fiber and knit something that's only five sizes and is supposed to fit how many people's <laughs> how many uh, body shapes for only five sizes like what other garment can fit so closely out there without being tailored when it comes to panels like we have to make this fit from your toes to your waist and do it in a comfortable way and being skin tight and do that without NASA's budget. Yeah. Right. And if you see the factories, you can see it's like a it's like walking through a car factory, the steps involved. Yep. The knit the knitting rooms, the temperature temperature and humidity controlled rooms. Mm -hmm. Like if the humidity drops, it affects the knitting. If the temperature rises and they, like it's it's a science. It can affect the needles and how the yarn is is knitted just by the temperature and humidity of the room. And it's all um, computer controlled mm -hmm. just for the atmosphere of the room. And then they take it to the dyeing section and that has to be monitored to a specific criteria to get the proper dyeing color mm -hmm. after every production. Because that person, she's going to buy that bronze shade and she better well get bronze from now until, you know, 2025 if they're still making that. Yep. So. 
there's a lot involved to go with that $10 pair of hosiery that you think, well, should outperform anything else you wear. But when you're looking at something that you could see through, right. the tiny microfilaments, right. like we got to hand it to you. A hundred years ago, women didn't have the luxury and um, uh, the availability of this yarn. Like when right. you really think about it, there was silk stockings, which were thick and bulky and they sagged. And mm -hmm. now it's, it's like, if they had this material hundred years ago, you'd have like hallelujah moments at Macy's. And like, they were looking at nylon stockings in the forties after the parachutes were not being right. needed. And there's lineups. Well, you're talking back seam type hosiery. Then they brought out the no back seam. And then they right. brought out Lycra. And that was a big hallelujah. Now it's like, a hundred times more progressed, and yet women are like, eh, <laughs> whatever. Special thanks to our guest, Robert Safko of Shapings.com. All right, for everybody here at Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast who helped us out, we greatly appreciate it. We will see you in two weeks' time with a brand new edition of the podcast. So be careful out there and enjoy the fun of your spring fortnight. Oh, oh, oh.